independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Happy, happy Monday, post-Thanksgiving Monday. Hope you guys had a safe, amazing holiday. Went out and saw my son Jack, and I'm going to jump right in there because California, you need to get your crap together. Okay? And I'm talking to you, Portland. You need to get your crap together. Seattle, I'm talking to you. Get your crap together. Other parts of the country who are, well, they're just people that are camping or they're just people that can't afford their rent. You need to get your crap together and realize that is not what is going on. Went out to see my son. Drove out there. Traffic wasn't all bad. Little areas here and there. Pockets and stuff. Quite frankly, I was surprised how easy traffic was on that Thursday. Go Thursday. Have a nice little Thanksgiving meal with the family. Minus the fact that my daughter decided somewhere in the middle of it she was going to be Linda Blair and threw up all over everything. Uh, But that's because she had 1,200 lemons because she apparently likes lemons. Uh, So next day, takes my son to see the... It's first hockey game. So I go watch his game, and I'm like, man, this place is freezing. Like, this rink was, it was nice, but it was freezing. So I'm like, I need to get a jacket. I go get a jacket. Ja- and I don't wear jackets. Right? I'm going to tell you guys, I live out here in Arizona. I don't have, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. Right? There's no jacket for me. Very rarely. But this place needed a jacket. And damn it, I got a jacket. And I liked it, too. I don't ever really say, and early in the jackets. You know, uh, but this jacket, oh, I like this jacket. I like this jacket. Woke up on Sunday. Carbon broken into. Carbon broken into. So we've been out to California twice. Met my mom out there to watch Jack play in a tournament during Labor Day. Her car got stolen. By the way, four months. No car yet. Because they can't find a catalytic converter. They can't do any of these things. My mother's having to rent a car whenever she wants to go anywhere. Like this weekend, she rented a car just to come to see Jack play hockey. That was almost $1,000. Because it's a special car because my little brother's handicapped. Thank you, crackheads and losers. Come out of the hotel. Can't find my jacket. Oh, I must then I realized everything else in the car is gone. Yeah, robbed. Two times I've been to California in the last four months, both times robberies. They've got security at the hotel. They didn't do anything. There are crackheads everywhere. And I'm saying they're crackheads. Maybe that's being kind. Meth heads, fanny heads, whatever you want to call them. But man alive, you can't exit a damn off-ramp In Southern California, Northern California, Portland, Seattle, without a bunch of people begging you for money, doing the fentanyl sway as they're just stoned, people sleeping everywhere. It's insane. You need to get your crap together. If you think that's how people should live their life. Talking to kids on uh, Jack's teams like, oh, yeah, you know, San Diego, I'm looking at you because it's getting worse. It's everywhere. It's growing. There's a problem. You know it. And everybody wants to be like, well, what it really is, is it's just people that are priced out of the market. It's not people priced out of the market. 
right? You didn't get priced out of the market and then decide, well, man, I missed a couple rent checks because of, uh, you know, having some tough times. So I should smoke crack and ride around on a skateboard and steal people's stuff. Not because you got priced out of the market. It's people who are mentally ill and it's people who are on drugs. Call them what you want, right? Well, buddies, I'm starting to get to call them bums and junkies. Call them what you want, right? Uh, At this point in time, it's a mess. It is a mess. That is why local elections are so damn important. That is why. That is why. It is such a mess. My mother won't take my little brother up to Los Angeles to see a specialist. He actually has to come down to parts of Orange County because he has several patients. This is my brother's got cerebral palsy. He had a spine replaced five years ago, four years ago. He's got brain damage, G-tube, trach. He won't go up there. My mom's like, I won't do it anymore. Why is that? Because of the bums, the junkies, the homeless. It's an open-air drug market right there. He goes, I know I have to come down to see tons of people because they refuse to come here anymore. It's not just my mother. It is a nightmare. Get your crap together, people. Get your crap together. That's what I'm telling you. That's why local elections are so damn important. Because when you start to see it happen, you see that first tent built. It's not because somebody's unhoused. Right? Unsheltered. No, 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 no. It's because they're on drugs or they're mentally ill. Now, which came first? I couldn't tell you. Maybe they were trying to medicate themselves and the drugs were so strong it it, it turned them into zombies. Or maybe they are in a position where they were just on drugs to the point where now they're mentally I couldn't tell you. But to sit here and pretend anymore that once you see that first tent, know what's coming. And then you're going to get the homeless industrial complex that's going to roll on in and play this game of, oh, they're just people that are, ah. Yeah, you know what? There are a lot of people out there that it is tough for them right now. I think we know that. We saw that. And we've seen that. But there's a difference between the average person. If you lost your job and you, by and large, you're a good human being, somebody's going to throw you on a couch for a while, right? Your mom, your dad might let you come back to the house. Those people out there, they've chosen a different, a different life. And, you know, at some point in time, taxpayers, we, we, we just get, we can't have this anymore. We can't. Cannot have this anymore. I spent most of yesterday canceling everything, looking for stuff. I mean, what a nightmare. What an absolute nightmare. Good God. And here's the funny thing. So my wife had her uh, iPad in there. Somebody called last night. Would like a reward for finding the iPad. <sighs> 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Uh, we did do some Black Friday shopping. I just want to say that. Eh, but uh, it wasn't crowded. It wasn't a zoo like that. Now, some of the malls were a zoo. I'm not going to lie to you. We went to, uh, we drove by uh, South Coast Plaza, which is a really she-she area in Southern California. It was a zoo. right? Irvine Spectrum, a zoo. Went to Target. Nah, I asked them. I said, "Was the zoo?" They're like, "Nah, it wasn't too bad this morning." You know, wasn't really wasn't really horrible. But we were shopping. There was no doubt about that. People were out there shopping. And now the question is, like today's Cyber Monday. I've already shopped a bit today. 
right? Like that's because that's kind of what we are now. Well, you know, whether it's COVID or whatever, this is what we do now. It's just easier to go, oh, I'm going to get that, 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 Christmas done. Christmas done. I'm going to get this, Christmas done. Looks like Black Friday is dying. I mean, a pretty dramatic death. Take a look at this. 28% it is down. Shopping in stores is down last year. We don't have this year's data yet, but all the forecasters are saying it's going to be even worse because of inflation, because of organized retail theft causing closures, all kinds of things. Yeah. Organized retail theft causing closures. What? Why would that be? Oh, because they're unhoused. (laughs) Yeah. People just, it's so much easier nowadays just to go and order it online. Now, I do miss the hustle and bustle. It was fun. We went out. We did some shopping. We had a little bit of fun uh, with the kids, you know, but and I enjoy it, but like you get to a point where it's like, that's enough, right? Now let's just go on. And that's the other thing too. How many of us do this? You go, you look at something, you're like, I better check this online, see if I can get it cheaper somewhere else. <laughs> oh yeah, I can. <laughs> I can totally get it cheaper somewhere else. That was, you know, us over the weekend. But when some stuff was taken, we had no choice. I can't wait around. It was so frustrating. Luckily, after losing my jacket and my big debacle and having stolen losing the jacket, uh, uh, we, because I was like, I dropped him off yesterday because God, you know, hockey, the beauty of hockey, if you have kids that play hockey, you know this, uh, they love to have games at like five in the morning. <laughs> so there was a Walmart up the street that happened to be open. And I went and got a ugly blue pullover that kept me warm enough for the day. But we just don't shop that way. And I asked the people at Walmart. So we were at Target the other day and a couple other places. You guys busy? Like, nah, people are coming in with purpose. Right. They they're like they want one thing and they come in and they buy that one thing and they leave. And the, I asked the people at Walmart, I said, you, were you guys busy? They said, yeah, we were busy early and they came in and they bought that one or two things and then they left. But it wasn't like a steady flow all day where parking was out. You know, you had to park three miles away. It was none of that stuff. We're just not. It's just so much easier to do it the, the way that we do it now which is online. Man, I tell you what, I love doing that. I've, like I said, I've already done some stuff today. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things out there. Speaking of the holidays, uh, if you're looking for some great deals, how about this? My good buddies over at Raycon have the best deals. Up to 45 hours, I mean 54 hours of, of battery life. Comfortable fit? Yeah. Almost custom in the field for the best earbuds around. But let's not just talk about that. Headphones, speakers, premium sound, gaming headphones, you name it, they've got it. And are you ready for this? It's the countdown for Christmas. Pop-up flash deals for you to take advantage every single day. Plus, they have buy now, pay later, a 30-day happy happiness guarantee. But you like it, you're great, you're going to keep it because I love it. Oh, man, you know what, maybe I just like the color, so I like the fit. Send it back, boom, they're going to refund your money right there, no questions asked. Go to buyraycon.com slash chad, get 15% off site-wide with code HOLIDAY, plus free shipping. And 30-day happiness guarantee with buy now, pay later. That's buyraycon.com slash Chad. Use code HOLIDAY to save big. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Code HOLIDAY to save big. Chad Benson Shoe. Welcome to Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. The biggest online shopping day of the year, Cyber Monday, and many retailers dropping their deals early. 
Adobe Analytics forecasting that Americans will spend more than $11 billion online, up more than 5% from last year. Inflation, a huge factor looming over this holiday season, holding stubbornly at a 40-year high. Amazon offering up to 70% off on Alexa-enabled devices, including their Echo and Fire TV, up to 45% off select Black & Decker home tools. Yeah, I'm looking right now, man. There's some deals. Deals for days. (laughs) It's hard to turn down. It's like, I already have one of those, but I could use another. It's not about you, Chad. I get it. I used to, when I was a kid, I didn't shop uh, for Christmas until after my birthday, which was the 20th. Because I always felt it was crap that I had to shop for everybody else's birthday in June. And, you know, and they're like, well, I was, couldn't get you what I wanted to get you because, you know, of Christmas. I'm like, I'll remember that in June. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's some deals on the old Zon right now. I will tell you that right now. It's inflation, too. That's playing a big thing. Inflation. It is. Inflation is huge. Uh, the whole tons of tech stuff. My goodness, knee, And something we just talked about with the old Raycon. Buy now, pay later usage is up 78% this week alone. Some economists say that the strong labor market is supporting this holiday spending, but it is unclear what happens if hiring slows in the new year. Yeah, and, and where is it going to slow? Obviously, the tech world is struggling uh, in a major way, uh, and they're going to be struggling. I think for for the foreseeable future, but what about other parts of of you know the world? You know, because I know that slowing down inside of the construction business is going on, especially with new homes. Uh, but it's it's interesting, man. That's for sure. It is a trip. Cyber Monday is also a really smart time to buy travel online and clothing. A lot of retailers are really generous with those promo codes that can take an entire a discount off your entire cart when you're clothing shopping. So tech, clothing, and travel are some of the biggest and smartest Cyber Monday buys. So that's what you're looking for. They got a plenty of those things, right? What about other stuff? Like, like what about when you, eh, it's like, is it a good time to buy TV now? Like maybe somebody wants a TV. There are some TV deals out there, um, but TVs, you know, as far as volume and the number of TVs discounted, that's more of a Black Friday buy. But definitely check those out. You might find a set that you want at a really great price. Now, I will say, so we went into, I was in Walmart. I was in Target. We did some other stuff, too. There was a couple TVs in Target. I was like, they were huge. And they were like 240 bucks. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, this morning there was like 40, 40 of them here. You know, and now there was, uh, we got this one and he said the display model. I'm like, that's crazy. Here's something else that was crazy. Cause you know, of all of the people that are unhoused and they just have to steal everything. I went to a Walmart <laughs> in, in a very upscale-ish neighborhood in Orange County, California. Do you want to hear something trippy? Nothing was locked up. Nothing. Not a thing. Razors, makeup, baby formula diapers, all of it just there for you to go and look at and go, do I want to buy these razors? Do I want to buy, buy, you know, baby formula? Do I want like nothing? It was so weird because you're normally used to walking around like, so then we went to another place and, uh, in a average neighborhood and we're like, Hey, do you have these? And like, Oh, we have to lock those up. They're in the back. We don't even put them out on the floor. <laughs> I'm like, okay. 
Oh, jeez. Fun times. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Yes, I am watching the World Cup. I'm very excited. Uh, apparently, we, we play Iran tomorrow. So it's a win and we go home. But we pissed Iran off because of something that had to do with a flag and a social media post. In social media posts, the U.S. Soccer Federation had put up graphics ahead of the U.S.'s match on Tuesday that showed the Iranian flag without the emblem of the Islamic Republic, simply showing a red, white, and green flag. The Federation said it was to show support for demonstrators in Iran who have been protesting the theocratic government. Outcry from Iran was swift with a legal advisor to its football federation saying it will pursue action from FIFA. The U.S. Federation has since quietly removed those images and now put up new graphics that include the emblem. Yeah, so uh, we play them tomorrow. Uh, They were pissed about that and they'll use it as you know as 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 bulletin board material i'm sure inside their room uh but at the same time they were pissed at their country as well to start the world cup when they were uh in a position to not sing the national anthem they did it again even the other day they're very frustrated there's tons of of anger still over there we're going to talk about the anger there we're going to talk about the anger in china and it is growing by the second over covid lockdowns a lot of stuff to squeeze into Getting close to December. It's the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I'm going to go through World Cup withdrawals when the World Cup's over. I'm enjoying it. Not going to lie to you. But it's in Qatar. I get it. It's in Qatar. It's awful. (laughs) I didn't ask him to put it there. Trust me. I would rather it be better time zones. The next one will be here. So just know that. We play tomorrow against Iran. I will be... I don't know how we're going to do... I. We have a chance? Absolutely. We've been the best team in both our games. Uh, the only real half we struggled in was the second half of the first game. But uh, And I thought England was going to boat race us. And quite frankly, we, we were much better than they were. We just don't have that finishing touch. We play Iran tomorrow. who got crushed by England. And yet at the same time, they went and they... Uh, uh, they drew level. Uh, I mean, they, they went and beat you know Wales. So I, I couldn't tell you what's going to happen. Uh, but they're pissed at us because of uh, all the things that are going on over there. And apparently we were trying to do something to show solidarity with the people that are protesting. And that angered them. And they're like, we want you guys out of the World Cup. And we're like, shut up. First of all, you gave the World Cup because you're the most corrupt organization on the planet outside of maybe the Olympics. And maybe... <laughs> The U.N., because I don't think the U.N. has an equal in corruption. I think their their corruption level is second to none. But you're not kicking us out of Olympic because we didn't do the social media post you like. So settle down there. So, But tomorrow's a big game. Uh, we play Iran. And uh, the way that they do the World Cup, because I've had a lot of people ask me, because <laughs> Friday, everybody had their phones on 
and or uh, laptops with them during the kids' hockey game so everybody could watch the U.S. game. So we play in a group, and everybody plays each other once. So there's three games. The top two teams go through. We've tied both our games. We're in third place. If we win tomorrow, doesn't matter what happens in anywhere else, we go through. If we tie, we're eliminated. So it's a win. Iran can tie, and they're through. Uh, England, you know, they're pretty much, it would be tough for them to, to not go through. So they're, they're in for all intents and purposes. So it's going to be very interesting to see what takes place. It is. And I'm excited for us to host the next World Cup. It's going to be awesome. But we, you got you to play, guys. Got to play hard. You got to get out there. You got to, you know, you got to do your thing. This is it. You get this one chance tomorrow. I mean, if you would have told somebody, you know, just like anything, right, whatever sport you're playing, if you win today, you're playing and you're through to the next round. If that's you, would how stoked would you have been? You're like, yeah, that's that'd be great. Unless, of course, you're you know, you know, an NFL team that's you know, it's like, are we sure we want to go through or a bowl team that's like, we're six and six. We don't really care about whether or not we get to play in the you know, sun kissed fruit nut bowl. But this comes around once every four years. So come on, USA, and we play at the same time because everybody's like, why are there only two games? You know, four games tomorrow, but they're all being played kind of at the same time because. Back in the day, <laughs> in 1982, Germany and Austria, when they used to play all the games, you know, you know, like one by one by one, well, they knew what they had to do to get through. And they're both German speaking, and they played a game, and it was called the 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 disaster in uh, Hyon, which is the town in Spain, where they literally spent 90 minutes passing the ball back and forth to each other, never even took a shot. And even the announcers for that game said, this is a disgrace to the sport. This should never happen. Don't watch this game. And so they changed the rules where you have to play simultaneously. So that way you don't, you know, go, oh, we only have to win. We, we can lose and we're still through. So let's not try. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. There is stuff going on in Iran when it comes to the continual protests that are going on every single day. Then you look over in China, and those protests of the COVID zero lockdown policies are growing louder and louder because there was a deadly fire. And producer Anthony just told us a little while ago that. He's looking at video of people who are going into apartment buildings. They're, you know, they're dressed in their hazmat suits and they're welding doors shut so people can't escape just in case they've got COVID. Well, that is not safety. Riot police cracking down across China, a major show of force, desperately trying to stop these unprecedented acts of defiance. This latest wave of demonstrations fueled by the recent deadly fire at an apartment complex in the western city of Urumqi, 10 people killed. Residents blaming the strict COVID measures for hampering rescue efforts, saying they couldn't escape, and firefighters were unable to get through, taking them three hours to put out the flames, officials denying the claims. Yeah, of course they are. But these are protests that you're not seeing. These are protests you've not seen in forever in China because they understand what's going on. And Xi's zero down, zero COVID policy crackdown is tremendous. The biggest wave of unrest to hit mainland China in decades is ripping across the country. 
fed up with the government's strict zero COVID policies, thousands have taken to the streets from Shanghai to Beijing and at dozens of universities across the country. Shouting, we want democratic rule of law. We want freedom of speech. Yeah, you think? You don't have that? You're not going to get that. And so you're seeing people that are dying. You're seeing people that are that are starving virtually to death because they are the minute somebody has covid. His policy is simply zero covid, which is not changing. It's not changing anything. There's still covid is everywhere. Right. And part of the reason people are like, well, why is it so bad over there and not elsewhere? Well, one of the reasons is the rest of the world got on with their life and they figured, you know what? It's taken some of the, you know, the elderly. Yes, some people that were really healthy did get sick and die, but that happens with the flu. Uh, at some point in time, you've got to live your life and you can't crack everything down. They have hidden. So they're susceptible to anything. We've gotten to a point where we've got a certain amount of T-cell immunity. We've built up some immunity where it's like, yeah, you might get it. You might not get it, but we're getting on with our lives. Now people are losing their livelihoods. They're losing their businesses. They're they're already struggling financially because of what COVID did to them for two years. And now you're seeing them lose everything. And the more that this starts to happen, what have I always told you? You take away a lot of things from people and they'll look the other way. You can clamp down a little bit on the freedoms, but if they're getting paid okay, they're going to be. You can clamp down a little bit here, but if they're surviving and things are okay and they don't feel like they're going to starve tomorrow. But the minute you start messing with their money and livelihood, things change. Shouting, we want democratic rule of law. We want freedom of speech. Many holding up blank pieces of paper, a symbol of the growing movement designed to avoid arrest and call out censorship as they protest the lockdowns. And some in Shanghai calling for the country's president, Xi Jinping, to step down. A rare and brazen act of public defiance against the communist government. He just was anointed the king of all that he prevails, essentially. He's the emperor god king, as they joke about. He ain't going anywhere, you know? And you had nightmare, not only with the fire, but now you've got nightmares elsewhere because people are throwing fits because they're being told this is the worst thing that's ever happened. This thing's going to kill you. They don't really know what to believe or what not to believe. But, oh, by the way, if you happen to be one of those necessary people that work for a giant American company or European company that manufactures crap here, you can't go home, but you can work all day. Asian financial markets were down in early trading on news of the rare China protest and supply chain concerns. At Foxconn's largest iPhone plant, police in hazmat suits seen coming to blows with protesters last week, following reports of workers upset by delays in bonus payouts and the company's handling of a COVID outbreak. Yeah, it is. uh, It's not going to get any better over there. But do they have the wherewithal? Same thing is going on right now in, in Iran. So if you don't know the nightmare that's going on in Iran, uh, you had a young woman, 22 years old, who refused to wear her head shawl, her, her hijab. And the morality police came and they arrested her. And she died of a heart attack. Healthy woman, no heart issues, dies of a heart attack in their care. Mm. Protest started. A little bit of crackdown. Protest grew bigger. A lot of bit of crackdown. Protest grew bigger. A little bit more crackdown. Protests grew big. Now we're weeks and weeks and weeks into this thing. The protests aren't stopping down. And usually nothing ever comes of these things outside of people getting killed. Because the government's too big. It's gotten to the point now where 
the government said, eh, you know what? Militias, you guys handle this, which is terrifying. Think about the militias over there. When I hear people, our oh, freedom of speech is being taken away, or they say, when you really hear the protest that you have here going on, comparatively to everywhere else in the world, right? Like westernized, modernized countries, you realize how amazing our nation is and our freedom of speech and all this stuff. When you see these people who are willing to risk everything. You know, we're wearing vagina hats, throwing a fit, you know, about Trump or something. They're out there risking everything because they don't want to wear a shawl and be treated like it's the seventh century. Or they don't want to be locked in their houses because of some unforeseen, you know, virus that nobody really has any idea whether or not they can believe their government anymore. That's how blessed we are. So we'll see if anything comes of it. But the fact that they're talking about taking down Xi is at a time when he was eliminating his rivals. That's some balls right there, kids. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Hope you guys had a safe, fun, and enjoyable holiday time and ate a lot of turkey. I did get turkey. I went. I wanted a burger. Went to the diner. It's Black Bear Diner. Like it. It's enjoyable. I, I wanted the turkey, but I, I mean, I wanted to, to get a giant burger, but I said, you know, I'm going to get turkey because it is the holidays and it was worth it. I'll tell you that right now. But it's bummed because, you know, there's no, there's no leftovers and they didn't have any bread because I was like, can I have mayonnaise and some bread? They're like, we're all out of bread. I'm like, Sah, I can't believe that crap. Speaking of good food and great meats, Omaha steaks, baby, Omaha steaks. So, uh. Love our almost steak. We, we got another box that we ordered sent to us because we went through all of our steaks, our pork chops, our hamburgers and hot dogs. And right now, this is what's amazing. Are you ready for this? So super amazing curated gift packages. They're going to take everything that you want out of the guesswork for that person in your life, especially your, your dad, your uncle, your husband. Maybe that, maybe that lady out there, she loves herself a barbecue. This is what it's all about. The best meats around, period, case closed. And use, are you ready for this? Use code Benson when you go to omahasteaks.com. Now, you know my love of the pork chops. I picked out on those. I love the burgers. They're incredible. They're giant. And by the way, if, you, if it's just you, you'll have to cook one burger. They don't shrink. They're awesome. Aged perfectly. Incredible. You're going to love, 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 love these. Omaha Steaks, a gift from the heart for your belly, a gift that they're going to remember and you're going to remember as you hang out with your family and yet mow away on the tastes. Now go to omahasteaks.com right this second. Use promo code Benson. Get an extra $30 off your order right now. And you're already saving huge on top of everything else by going to omahasteaks.com and using code Benson. Extra $30 off. Minimum order may be required. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Benson at checkout. omahasteaks.com. Promo code Benson. This be the Chad Benson Show. not a terrorist. I am not Antifa. I am not a sex slave that wears masks. <gasps> Don't be a cutie pie. Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. You're ruining my life, bud! Yeah, you You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. 
I am queen! Black Panther sequel, Wakanda Forever, took in the most money Thanksgiving weekend, an estimated 64 million bucks in North America. The film's third weekend at number one. But the new movies were turkeys. Where in the world are we? Disney's animated adventure, Strange World, grabbed second place, opening to a paltry estimated 18.6 million Wednesday through Sunday. One of the worst animated openings in modern-day Disney history. The Knives Out sequel, Glass Onion, finished third. It heads to Netflix next week. Overall, it was one of the slowest Thanksgiving weekends in decades. Yeah, I guess the woke Disney movie, and that's what people are calling it because there's a same-sex relationship. Uh, I, uh, my friend Gail, uh, she is the head of like the, uh, I guess I want to say it's the, uh, out here in Arizona, it's like the the cinema, you know, theater, whatever. And, and her and I were talking, she saw it, and she said, you know, uh, the wokeness at some point needs to come to an end, and it just needs to be about the story. And let the story be. She goes, the story wasn't that bad, but they're trying so hard to be so inclusive on everything. It's getting to the point where they're going out of their way to try and be inclusive just to fit into something in the story. And it doesn't need to be. And I don't think anybody, to be honest with you, when I saw the trailers for this on television, I thought it was just another Disney Plus thing. Like, that's where we were. I thought, oh, this is another Disney Plus thing. I don't really think it's anything. And apparently it was a major release. And it stunk. You know, I mean, that's not good when you've spent $150 million on a movie and you're like, this is awful. This is not a good look for Disney. And that's one of the reasons Disney last week, I think, uh, in many ways, pulled the trigger, if you will, for lack of a better term, on getting rid of the old guy and bringing back. Iger, the guy who used to run Disney, because he's looking around going, first of all, we have too many shows that we don't need. Secondly, uh, not everything needs to be woke. Not everything needs to be so inclusive that we forget the fact that we're here to entertain. We are not here to preach to people. And if you can't entertain, it doesn't matter. Look, if it's organic and natural, I always tell everybody, go look at Modern Family. Modern Family worked. Because, first and foremost, it was entertaining. Those guys just happened to be gay. It wasn't that they were funny, and the only reason they were funny is because they were gay. The only reason they were entertaining is because... No, they were funny. Their storylines were good. Everything else was secondary. And it's not the same with so many of these other stuff. They pour it in to everything to the point where it's it's ridiculous. And you're just like, this doesn't do anybody any good. It isn't. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I didn't see Elton John, but I was talking to some people over the weekend, some parents who went and saw Elton John. The amount of money they paid, I think, was ridiculous. But they said they got offered way more than they paid for their tickets to see his final concert tour in theory. How big was it? That's a question. Elton John's Long Goodbye could end up being the highest-grossing tour of all time. The U.S. leg just finished this past weekend with shows at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, bringing total earnings so far to $750 million, according to Billboard, just $26 million shy of the all-time champ Ed Sheeran's Divide Tour, which wrapped in 2019. But Elton John still has about 50 dates left, meaning the record should be his sometime early next year. Yeah, some uh, so the prices for some tickets. Like I said, the, the whole Taylor Swift thing was it's still it's bizarre because 
people were buying tickets and my friend she got tickets her and her sister and her and her friend and she paid 270 and she goes those tickets i paid 274 within minutes they were already you know at a position where they're selling for three four five thousand dollars and i'm like my god it's hard to turn that down right like if i got tickets and i bought something and I had tickets, and it's like, oh yeah, you know, I paid five hundred bucks for these, you know, for a pair of these. But now somebody wants to give me five grand for them. That's hard per ticket to turn down. I'm like, you know what? I'll sit in the rafters. I'll take a thousand that dollars, sit somewhere somewhere else. I don't have to be that close to it. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. So Chad Benson show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson i have no idea what trump was thinking it's too early to talk about this wacky stuff probably but trump goes and has some sort of dinner so like, oh, i didn't know who the guy was i don't buy that you don't know who the guy is that showed up at your dinner you should have and i don't buy that kanye can just bring a pal with him and somehow you're like ah, oh, it's no big deal that's exactly what happened kanye Hangs out with Trump last week. They have a dinner. And first of all, if if this is your this is how you're going to run your campaign, it shows me once again that you're not this is not you're not serious about this. Has a dinner. Invites somebody. Who is that somebody? Uh, Mr. Figaro. Who is he? He is a guy that is, uh, by all accounts, a beyond a scumbag. And once again, you, you, you bring somebody to dinner. That doorbell rings. Oh, my Lord. Guess who's coming to dinner? Well, first of all, Kanye is there, so it's always going to be interesting. Uh, and then some other people, including one person, uh, Mr. Fuentes, right, who is a troll of troll, like you could not believe. It's a guy who denies the Holocaust, has been kicked off just about every platform you can think of. Uh, you're giving, you know, the likes of him uh, way too much credit. And that he has any influence on anything other than scumbags and weirdos. Former President Trump claimed the dinner, which happened last Tuesday, was supposed to be between just him and Kanye and said, quote, he arrived with a guest who I have never met and knew nothing about. Now, in response to the dinner, the Republican Jewish coalition called on all political leaders to reject Kanye and Fuentes hate and refuse to meet with them. And Trump's own former ambassador to Israel put out a scathing statement, too. He said even a social visit with Fuentes was unacceptable. Yeah. It is. And so this guy has done a lot of stuff. And if you don't know who he is, he is a, again, it goes back to, uh, you know, he's an American commentator, Chad. He's a troll. He's a scumbag. He's a lot of things. Uh, he's a Holocaust denier. Said stuff before on his shows about the fact that, oh, you know, they were just bacon cookies and things of like that. I mean, it's just, it is, 
he is you're not serious right you're not serious now he's uh you know look the whole cookie thing that was a joke and uh, I, I am not uh, uh you know a denier i dispute that i denied uh it you know but it, it's just he is who he is but the fa- you're going and giving somebody way too much press and that's all they want it goes back to what we've talked about just a few weeks ago right you still have another election that you hope you win even though it doesn't mean the ballots will tip to the republicans if the fact is is if 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 he loses the republicans are really screwed if they want to get rid of the filibuster and stuff because they don't need some of the people they may need to keep that filibuster around the republicans so they could be screwed and that is, of course, you look over, you got Herschel Walker. But you're, you're, you're playing footsie again with people you shouldn't be. Right now, I mean, let's be real. Kanye is a nightmare. No need to be anywhere. Shouldn't be anywhere around anybody. Secondly, and this is important, you should know who this guy is. And don't tell me you don't. Because many people in the Republican Party have been seen with him. Including tons of people here in Arizona. He's a scumbag. And you put yourself in that position. When you have people like your former ambassador coming out and saying, ah, no, 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 this is wrong. You got a problem. But it goes back to, are you serious? Do you want to win this or not? Because I don't think he wants to win I think he's more worried about being indicted. I don't think he wants to. I, I don't think the Republicans want him around. I think that has been made ever, ever apparent since the debacle and the real fraying over the last several weeks of of the election that they're done with him. But he's still the elephant in the room. Former President Trump claimed the dinner, which happened last Tuesday, was supposed to be between just him and Kanye. So that's it. You invite Kanye. Just us. We're having the fun. We're breaking bread. Kanye's fallen on some hard times. Right? I don't want to throw him out. But then you bring the other guy. And you ask yourself, what? Why? Yeah, I'm sorry. I call BS. And Republicans, you better figure out what you're going to do. Are you willing to just let it go? And just let him do whatever he does? And you focus only on yourself and you're just going to ignore it. It's in the room. There it is. We're just going to ignore it. Or are you going to do something else about it? Are you going to push back? That's where you are right now. That's where you are. You've got to make that decision. Sooner rather than later. We'll see. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter tweet at us? Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. I do. I do. A lot of good stuff going on out there. A lot of crazy stuff going on. Man, there's some wacky stuff. Still that whole thing. We're going to get into a little bit later. The whole thing in Idaho is still nuts, right? Like the you can't find anybody? Nothing? You got no clue anywhere? You got nothing going on? No, no. We're looking. We're looking. But there's nothing? You got, no, no, we got no lead. You got no DNA. You got no pictures. You got nothing. Zero, zilch, nada, nothing. 
That is a mystery. Another mystery is Twitter. Twitter's crazy. Twitter's nuts. I, my wife and I were talking last night. She said, why don't you tweet more? And I said, yeah, I just, here's the problem with it. It's, it's, it's a pain in the ass anymore. Everybody fights. Everybody argues. Everybody screams and yells. And it, I, I, I just, at this point, it is, it's all over the place. And over the last several months, Really, over the last year or so, I just it's you could you could tweet hi to somebody and somebody comes out and attacks you. It's hi for you, you you know cisgendered white male, and you're like, oh my god, you know, you just it's too many too many nut jobs in there. And there's a big question about like look look social media is 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 just nothing but chaos, bots, and craziness. That's it. Social are all media. lamenting the idea that Musk is wrecking Twitter. Is it necessarily a bad thing that he's wrecking Twitter? Is it a, is it a bad thing that Twitter might actually disappear or, or sort of collapse? Yeah, I think if Twitter actually disappeared completely, that probably would be a good thing for democracy. It'd probably be a good thing for public health and public safety. I think that's the least likely outcome. Yeah, because he's got a lot of money. He even admitted he overpaid for the damn thing, but he's not going to let it disappear. Now, would you have said the same thing because you don't like Elon now? I don't like Elon because Elon is now uh, more on the right side of the aisle than the left side of the aisle, which, of course, is the real right side of the aisle. Uh, Is that the way it is? No, but Twitter is – we've always said it. It it, it punches way above its weight. When you look at all the social media, what gets used in social media-wise, numbers-wise, Twitter's always close to the bottom. The issue with Twitter, though, is it punches well above its weight class, right? It's like a little animal with massive venom. I think what Musk is doing is he's killing Twitter as we know it. And the reason that matters is that Twitter, while only maybe less than 10% the size of Facebook, less than a quarter the size of Instagram, it punches above its weight because it's the platform that politicians journalists and celebrities use. And so it has a disproportionate influence on our political conversations and on how people understand news. Yeah. And that's true. I mean, all you have to do is look at the quote unquote, don't say gay bill. It, that thing exploded over that whole stuff. And that was a perfect example of where chaos and craziness went. And you had people pushing back though. It's little things like that, that go a long, long way. And here, first of all, If it wants to be relevant, it needs to change what it is. And part of the issue that so many people are having with it is the fact that what he wants to change it to isn't something that jives with the political elite and academia. He wants to make it a little bit more of a YouTube slash TikTok kind of feel as opposed to where people just go to have discourse over whether Trump's a good guy or a bad guy or whether, you know, uh, you know, uh, mask uh, or evil or climate change. He wants to change it where it's a lot more of a of an entertainment value and where people because nobody makes money on Twitter. They don't. Uh, but people on Instagram and, and and YouTube are always looking for somewhere else to go that might be the next thing. They thought, oh, you, you can go, you can be TikTok famous, but they didn't make any money. And if you want the influencers and you want to get a younger crowd and grow something, you better figure out a way to make sure they get money. And that's one of the big things he's looking at. What Musk is doing is he's essentially going in and imposing his worldview. He's made the thing into a soap opera with himself as the lead character. He's doing it by basically just thumbing his nose at what was the Twitter establishment. There you go. So they're making it a soap opera. It is his company, right? 
Well, yeah, I guess it is. Well, I'm just saying. So they're the ones who are upset. Well, I'm getting off Twitter because a bunch of meanies are on there. They were always on there, right? They were. Well, they went somewhere else. Yeah, some of them did. Very few. But the crowd that followed those meanies were always still on there. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. To Twitter, your Instagram, and all the other things. Uh, Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com. Go to Rough Greens and I now get a free bag of Rough Greens. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. Dr. Dennis Black put this thing together. It is amazing. If you love your dogs, like I love my dogs, you want them healthy, happy. You want them not to hurt, have aches, pains. Uh, you want them to great digest, digestive uh, tracts. This is what it's all about. This is going to help your dog's food be healthier for your dog, and it's going to get them nutrients and stuff that they need. Right now, he was going to send you a bag for free. Not going to cost you anything but the cost of shipping. How do you get it? You go to ruffgreens.com slash chat. When you get it, all you do is sprinkle it on top. It's a supplement that goes on top of your dog's food you already have. And it will make your dog's food not only taste better, but it'll be better for them. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio medium rare and dripping with irony. It's Chad Benson. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Peggy Grace, Chopper in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Playing that crash, that plenty of Russian lesser fans, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly beef, boom. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending, shall we? Starting the magical world of Twitter. Ghana! Trending. They just beat South Korea. What a game it was. What a game it was. They, man, there's the games this morning. Just all over the place. Fun. Uh, Cyber Monday trending as well. Diet Coke is trending. What'd they do? I have no idea. It's Giving Tuesday tomorrow. If you want to give, feel free to do it that. Or you can just give whenever. There's always that, too. I didn't know we need special things to give. Tons of soccer stuff trending everywhere because the World Cup, baby, still going on. Of course, tomorrow we take on uh, Iran. We win, we go to the next round. If we tie or lose, we are done. Head over to uh, Google. Number one trending thing yesterday on Google was the Packers. If you didn't see the game, he got hurt. Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know what it was, but you could tell he was not feeling it in the late third quarter. He threw a couple passes, and, you know, everybody thought first it was his hand, but it was his ribs, and I guess they're a hot mess. Jordan Love came in, his backup, and looks great. Uh, I don't know. I said last night to my wife, I said, is that the last time we ever see him on the field? Because they're four and eight now. They're not going to the playoffs. It takes up spectacular, and you got to find out if you want to keep this guy Jordan Love because you have to pay twenty million dollars next year if you want to re-up him. So, is this the time? And could that be it for Aaron Rodgers? Because I don't think he's going anywhere else. I'd find it hard to believe he'd go somewhere else. Seahawks, 49ers, Tampa Bay, cyber deals, lots of World Cup stuff as well on here. Tons of it. The best deals on Cyber Monday. I'm not going to lie. There's some deals. Some deals galore. 
You could really, as that producer Phil said on Friday, is uh, you know Black Friday deals. His girlfriend, uh, she shopped and she's done with the holidays already. It's not hard to do. It's not hard to do. Zach Wilson also trending. He was the quarterback that got all of the pub a couple of years ago when the Jets took him second. They thought we found the next Patrick Mahomes, and he's been a bust. So they benched him. And like the fourth or fifth round pick that they got, you know, he wasn't even like a, I think he was undrafted. Maybe it might've been. Came in yesterday and just lit everybody up. The team's pumped and excited. And you know, some of that is so psychological, right? And part of that is like, I watched, you know, the NFL and, and I, and I look at the 49ers and I think the 49ers may be the most dangerous team. Why? Their quarterback doesn't lose. Yeah, but he's not that big, exciting quarterback. No, but he is what you need him to be when you need him to be. That's it. He doesn't throw interceptions. Uh, he's not going to put seven touchdowns on the board, but he may put two on the board. Not going to throw interceptions. Not going to lose. The team feels comfortable, and in big spots, he'll get you where you need to go. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And every time they show the stat, like of the 49ers, like with Jimmy Garoppolo, they're like 52 and seven. Without him, they're one in 50. And you're like, why are you always trying to get rid of this guy? <laughs> Same thing with Zach Wilson, though. Everybody else feels more comfortable with somebody better. 323 538 2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. This is very interesting. People want to believe in magic. Elizabeth yeah. Holmes was selling magic. Adam Newman was selling magic. Elon Musk is selling magic. SPF is selling magic. And people want to believe it. They're not going to church anymore. They're looking in their phones. We worship money. These are messiahs to people who can't really like, they can't really think for themselves. And they want to be led by the ring in their nose. And, and these people, I've got this idea that's going to blow your minds and change your lives. And we're past cash. I want to talk about that, that fallout continues but i want to talk about something else he said about elon musk and i'm like what are you talking about but it shows you he's the new boogeyman for a lot of people out there elon musk is talk about that plus a lady is upset about the fact that she's nutritionally overachieved and she can't ride some rides and she wants you to change chad Betsy joe Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Elon Musk is the new boogeyman. But earlier, we listened to somebody, uh, George Hahn on the FTX. So if you guys know the FTX thing, the big nightmare uh, with all of the Bitcoin. And this is the exchange where you're supposed to go. Itself is not. It's just like an exchange. But instead, the guy put it together uh, and who, you know, everybody thought was the next coming of, you know, everything from J.P. Morgan to Warren Buffett and everything in between. The money was stolen. And, you know, it's like, ah, my God. But George Hahn says something very interesting about FTX, but he throws in Elon Musk. 
People want to believe in magic. Elizabeth yeah. Holmes was selling magic. Adam Newman was selling magic. Elon Musk is selling magic. SPF is selling magic. And people want to believe it. They're not going to church anymore. They're looking in their phones. We worship money. These are messiahs to people who can't really like, they can't really think for themselves, and they want to be led by the ring in their nose. And, and I keep, I've got this idea that's going to blow your minds and change your lives, and we're past cash. Yeah. Uh, he's, by the way, is right in a lot of ways. You know, we, 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 we want the magic. We quit. There's a reason that people play lottery the way they do, because the opportunity to, to get rich quick is, is something that will never go away. It's not. It's not. It's never, it's never going to go away. People, people want that opportunity to change their life like that. And the beauty of the free market, the world that we live in, is the opportunity to change your life with, with an idea. Throwing Elon Musk in there, I, I don't really get that, because uh, Teslas are real. <laughs> Right? Like, you know, what Elizabeth Holmes was selling was crap. And you can't blame. I don't even blame her so much. She knew it was crap. I blame all the people that continued to fund her, just like they continue to give money to this guy because he sold everybody out there a woke bill of goods about the only reason he wants to be rich is to give all of his money away. And she was the perfect. She's a woman that's the fastest self-made quadrillionaire ever. And they were they were fawning over. Nobody dared speak. Hey, maybe this chick's full of crap. So I blame a lot of that on other things. Elon got thrown into this because he's just on the other end of 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 the world now. Uh, politically from a lot of people and so that makes him the new boogeyman but yeah you know i mean when i look at you know do i think there's a place for for the bitcoins of the world of course i think there's a place but it's going to take a while for people to to feel comfortable the average investor to jump back in most of the people lost their money here eh, you know they threw their five grand two grand whatever you know they they they, they oh all this that that sucks but bitcoin's still around dogecoin's still around a lot of these other things though i mean you know here's the thing about the us dollar i could feel a us dollar i can't feel a bitcoin right i know the us dollar's backed by the united states of america the whole thing about the the, the these things it's blockchain's amazing and it kind of became a cult and 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 you know it's it's just like people, the you know the the NFTs, it's it became this like thing to have. Well, how's that board ape working out for you now that you spent a million dollars on? It's it's this want again to 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 be not only wealthy but to be hip and cool on top of everything. But with Elon, it's like I I see Twitter. By the way, it's still working. Oh, and the other thing is, I uh, I also see Teslas, so I know they're real, and I do know that we've shot people into the space. Because of it. So there, there, there's that. Just want to let you guys know that those things are real. The other stuff, the Sam, you know, baked Freeman or whatever the hell his name is, all that, that, those people were, people wanted to be in the know. They wanted cool. And they kept funneling money and he lied and he knew he was going south, but nobody wanted to go against the hype that was because he was also do-gooder and he bought tons of Democrats and oh my lord, this thing's huge though. Like let let let's let's look at perspective. When we say things like Enron, everybody knows kind of what that's about. It's like going postal. The younger generation may not so, but the average person in their late you know mid thirties all the way up knows what Enron's all about. 
Uh, this new chief executive is John Ray. Right. He apparently helped recover billions of dollars for creditors with Enron. Yeah, he'll be more of a household name. Enron is, is was the granddaddy of them all, but some are saying this might be twice as large as Enron, depending on you know what you believe and at what time. Uh, but th- it took years to get that money back. Mm. It take this is a long. That's a long drawn out process right there. It's, it just doesn't happen overnight. No, and it's not going to happen overnight. And it's going to take a long time for anybody to get their money back, what money there is, if there is any. Because the more we find out, the great doer of goodness has given it so much of his money to himself and his girlfriend. And they've pissed it all away in their wackiness of whatever the hell they were doing. And people are asking questions. All you Democrats, you guys handed back some of that money? If you look at the tentacles of this thing and everyone Sam Bankman-Fried was connected to, I mean, one big story overnight that his parents, somehow his parents bought, or that was bought in their name, $120 million worth of real estate in the Bahamas. I mean, listen, I know college professors do well, but, you know, they don't do that well. Uh, If it's a shell game, there may be no money. I mean, anyone involved in this should brace themselves not to get their money back. Yeah. My biggest issue with him is, and there's plenty to have, uh, is what he was doing to his employees, knowing it was going to hell. And telling them to take all the money they have and to continue to invest. Tell them to don't even take a paycheck. Just put all your money back into this. That, to me, is as diabolical as trying to raise money off big corporations, if not more so. Some of these big corporations, it sucks, but they're writing it down. They're like, look, it's gone. It's gone. We're not getting it back. We're moving on. But, you know, if you're a 23-year-old kid and you're buying into this stuff and you've been working for him for a couple of years and you're pouring every dollar that he pays you back into the company and buying all this thing and you think you're like, that to me is just, he's a, you know, when are they going to arrest him? That's the big question. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. So there's a lady. She is struggling with the size, if you will. She's a person of size. You know, she's a, she's a, she's a bigger girl. Every time they refer to me, it's always ladies, girls. It's non-stop. We are contributing to our fatphobic society. Someone fat like me, black like me, beautiful like me. No offense, but this isn't about you. So that's why intentional weight loss is fatphobic. Shut your mouth. Who's fat? So intentional weight loss is fatphobic. Well, this lady here, she she took daughter to the old universal o studios when they have a little fun right stew right take your kids do fun stuff that's part of having kids i'm going to tell you a story about how this woman is too fat to fit on any roller coasters at universal studios please know that i am under no illusion that i am thin i'm not my ass and thighs are enormous so please know there is no fever dream that exists where i think that i'm thin or that i couldn't possibly stand to lose some weight don't come for me in the comments I already know. So she recognizes that she's a nutritional overachiever, a person of size. She recognizes that. But she's upset. What I don't like is taking my daughter on a girl's trip for her 13th birthday and not being able to spend time with her. She had to ride all of these roller coasters alone because I was too fat to fit into any of them. I had to sit in the test seat and it wouldn't click because of my hips, my thighs, and my butt. Um... I was very disappointed. I love roller coasters, and and this was extremely disappointing and very humiliating. Uh, okay. Well, that sucks. Maybe you should have took a friend. You didn't know? 
There was no, you, you had no idea that this might happen? The next one that we tried was Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. I couldn't fit into either seat um, because they wouldn't lock over my thighs. At that point, I was so humiliated that I didn't even try to sit in the test seats for Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. I've ridden this ride before. Did I want to ride it with her? Of course. But I did not want to be humiliated in front of hundreds of people sitting in the test seat again. I just, I couldn't do it. Now, again, you can feel sorry for her. And it sucks. It does. But it's understandable, right? Like, you should know at some point this may not work. You should know that. And she doesn't say, oh, I'm thin and everybody should deal with it. But this is where it gets a little sideways. So we walked over to the Incredible Hulk Coaster, which is one of my favorite roller coasters ever. I've ridden it hundreds of times because I used to work at Universal. So she's ridden it hundreds of times. So I'll let you guys know. We start over again. She's ridden it hundreds of times. Well, that's obviously not been lately. So we walked over to the Incredible Hulk Coaster, which is one of my favorite roller coasters ever. I've ridden it hundreds of times because I used to work at Universal. I didn't realize how small the seats are, and so I sat in the test seat there. I've recently been at Six Flags and at Disney, and I've had no problem with the coasters there. I'm so disappointed in Universal, and also, like, shame on you, Universal, the test seats in front of everyone. Humiliating. There has to be another solution. I'm going to throw it out there. Maybe lose some weight. I don't know what you want Universal to do. Because we hear this all the time, right? Like last year, didn't we have a kid who was too big to get on something, but he pretended like it, 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 he had hooked it up and the ride went, he fell off and died. Uh, they do these things for a reason and you don't want a disaster. Uh, obviously, when they built some of these things, they didn't think, well, we're going to have to accommodate for somebody who may be a little bit bigger. Not that you can't do it. Right. Let's go back to, uh, you know, people have done this before. They went and they've lost weight because they realized they just couldn't fit on the ride. There it is, you guys. The best roller coaster in all of Quahog. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The ride. Sorry, sir. There's a weight limit on this coaster. Oh, really? What's the limit? The rule is you can't look hilarious on this motor scooter. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just no way. Oh, my goodness. But you know what? Sometimes in life, you got to push through. She was struggling. She she struggled. She, you could hear it. But nowhere did she say she needed to lose weight. She wasn't trying to come up with a solution. She wanted them to change, not her. I have to ride that ride. Peter, come on. Yeah, if you want to ride that roller coaster, you're going to have to go on a diet. A diet, huh? All right. If that's what it takes to ride that ride, I am going on a diet. Peter, I don't understand why we have to drive all the way to Ohio to ride a stupid roller coaster. Yeah, besides, they're still not going to let you on. You haven't actually lost any weight. Oh, I think my live figure would suggest otherwise. A girdle is not a substitute for weight loss, Peter. Hey, I'm riding that roller coaster, and that's all there is to it. Now, let's get out of here. This thing's squishing my organs around. She went. She could do that. Maybe she could try. I don't know. He did. Because he's he, he's trying to change. He knows he can't change them. So he's changing it for everybody. I'm sorry, sir. You're too fat to ride the coaster. Oh, darn it. Yeah, why don't you go back to your pond, hippo? <laughs> How about me, sir? Am I too fat to ride? No, you don't seem to be. <laughs> well, this has given me a lot to think about. <laughs> My son is dead! We are going to have to send that family money. I know we are. <laughs> Made me think. Have I ever been... You know what? I need to lose 20, 30 pounds. But here's the difference between me and I think most people out there. You know you're bigger. 
and you want to take your kid to do something, you're going to have to figure it out. This could be a wake-up call and say, you know what, I need to get fit. Not just because I want to go ride rides with my kids, because you want to be around for your kids. That's a big thing. I want to be around for my kids as long as possible. I don't smoke. I don't drink. What do you do, said Adamant? I don't do anything. But my goal is to be around for my kids as long as possible. Yeah, I need to take a little bit better care of myself. I need to work out a little bit more. I need to eat a little bit better. But one thing I'm not going to do is be upset if I went somewhere and they're like, dude, you can't get on this ride. You're, you're, you're too fat. Well, you didn't make me fat, so I have a choice. That's the big thing. You have a choice. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. Raycon, best earbuds around. I love my Raycons. Wear them every day. They got deep, deep discounts on everything right now. And all you have to do is go to buyraycon.com slash chat. Now, what do you get when you go there? Well, first of all, site-wide 15% off. Use code HOLIDAY when you check out. Buy now, pay later, free shipping, and a 30-day happiness guarantee. Boom! Raycon wireless earbuds, the best headphones, speakers, you name it. Battery life up to 54 hours, the best fit around. And I have speaker. Uh, the kids all have their uh, uh, Raycon gaming headphones. And, uh, of course, I've got the earbuds. And I use them and wear them every single day. So right now, this is what I want you to do. Perfect time for the holidays to get everybody the premium audio they want at a price that is amazing. And get a 30-day happiness guarantee with buy now, pay later. Go to buyraycon.com slash chad. 15% off site-wide. Use call code HOLIDAY. You're going to get free shipping. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Use that code HOLIDAY to get free shipping. Chad Benson Show. Irreverence? Um, like, yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. Is this country ready for another pandemic? We're still having between three and 400 deaths per day. So I, I think the idea that, forget it, this is over. It isn't. We're going into the winter right now. We have the wherewithal to mitigate against another surge. It's up to us to make sure that doesn't happen. Fauci, I thought you were going away. Still there. I mean, are we in the middle of a massive surge? I have no idea. Is anybody even paying attention to it? Not because you shouldn't, just because you can't live your life based on that. We're having 300 deaths a day. Now, again, it goes back to are those deaths because of COVID or those deaths with COVID? Meaning these people were, were there. if they caught a flu, there was a good chance that the outcome would be the same. If they got a bad cold, the outcome might have been the same. You know, no matter, whatever. I mean, is this one of those things where you just put on top of something you know, somebody who's got numerous issues, the thing that broke the camel's back. Oh, I don't know. You know. And here's the other thing. There's going to be a lot of questions, and he's going to get answered. He said, I don't really care about them. I'll answer all the questions. You should, because more and more people are asking questions, even on the left, about the whole lab leak thing. And they're, you know, again, an idiot would say, it's possible. Right? The idiot would say, no, it's not possible. Uh, wait, it's possible. There's a lab. It's got the thing, and you guys are doing stuff to the thing, and then the thing gets out, and then you say it's because somebody ate a bat or a pangolin or an armadillo or a whatever. 
Yeah. Where is Fauci yeah. on the lab leak thing? I have a completely open mind about that, despite people saying that I don't. But if you look at the preponderance of evidence that has been accumulated by international group of highly respected evolutionary virologists, they feel that the evidence strongly points to this being a natural occurrence of a jumping of a virus from a bat to an animal species to human. Hasn't been definitively proven, but the evidence on that is pretty strong. No, we don't buy it. Because you also told everybody you didn't need to wear a mask and it wasn't coming here. And you even knew in emails that that wasn't going to help anybody with the mask, but you still continued. So, no, we don't buy that. I'm not saying that it didn't come from nature. In fact, I'm pretty sure it came from nature. It wasn't about whether or not it came from nature. It was how easy it could jump from nature to a human being and then to understand what's going on with that human as to jump to other human beings. That's what people are saying. Yeah. Let's see. It's weird, too, because when I was in California this past weekend, I'm in Arizona, never see a mask anymore. Rarely. Tell you what, in California... While I don't see a lot of masks, there's still a lot more masking up in California, including some kids that were playing hockey with a mask. What in God's name are you afraid of? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Tis be the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson happy 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 monday tell you what i'm excited we are just a few days away from december how quick has time traveled Hmm, kids Hmm, hmm, hmm. it traveled big time as did i and many of you as well over this past few days in fact tons of you were on the road you know how i know because i saw you an estimated 49 million people drove to their holiday destinations despite gas prices at a Thanksgiving record high. And this is 419, so I was like, this is crazy. The weather is complicating matters. The busy I-95 corridor from D.C. to Philadelphia to Boston being hit with heavy rains. And for those who delayed their travel plans until Monday, a winter storm could bring one to two feet of snow to some parts of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it was uh, it was kind of a nightmare in some areas over the weekend. I'll say it was really busy we left early thursday morning so thanksgiving day and i'll tell you a bit more about my trip in a little bit and what a nightmare california has become as much as i love california uh it is just it it is uh, what the hell have we allowed to have happen but there was tons of people on the road there were tons of people shopping and there were tons of people doing their thing uh it, it was you know you know, for all the uh, the world's coming to an end scenario, as far as our financial world, I didn't see it over the weekend. Now that may show in the sales for Black Friday and today, of course, being Cyber Monday. But as far as travels went, man, it was packed. 
Hundreds of flights delayed, dozens canceled, but among the major U.S. airlines, fewer than a dozen flights grounded. A far cry from the chaos seen over the summer. I think after the past few years, everyone's back to normal, getting pretty, uh, pretty good at holiday travel, so... It was pretty easy. Air travel is returning to levels not seen since before the pandemic. The TSA screening nearly 15 million people since last Sunday, with this Sunday expected to be the busiest travel day so far this year. Yeah, so pretty busy. I mean, to say the least, it was it was packed out there. But I was I was pleasantly surprised, as busy as it was, the traffic through Southern California. We only hit one snag on Thursday. And it's a snag no matter what time of day it is, no matter what day it is, it is the same thing over and over in a certain area in Orange County where there's a snag. Outside of that, it wasn't bad. It was busy, but it wasn't bad. We didn't go shopping. That was our goal. Normally on Thursday nights, so my family and I, when we get together for Thanksgiving, we we go out to eat because my mother doesn't want to cook. Totally understandable. Plus, we're coming in from all over the place. We never know who's going to show up. And then we go out and grab a bite to eat. Uh, and then we kind of go shopping. We didn't do that. We did do that Friday in between Jack's hockey games. My son had several hockey games. And busy? Yeah. Insane? Not so much. It looks like Black Friday is dying. I mean, a pretty dramatic death. Take a look at this. 28% it is down. Shopping in stores is down last year. We don't have this year's data yet, but all the forecasters are saying it's going to be even worse because of inflation, because of organized retail theft causing closures, all kinds of things. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 you know, I was talking to a couple of people and we went into a Target and, and they were like, uh, mostly okay, because <laughs> I had to get a jacket. Because the game that the, where Jack played his hockey tournament this weekend, uh, it was the coldest place <laughs> I had ever been for a hockey tournament. I've been to a lot of hockey tournaments. It was even even the kids were complaining, and they're running around, <laughs> they're skating, they're having fun. So I went and got a jacket at Target. And I was talking to the lady. I'm like, "How busy is it?" And she goes, "You know, it was busy this morning for a bit. It's been steady." And most people that have come in had a plan. I'm buying a thing or two things, and then I'm leaving. You know, it used to go, you know, you go to like, hey, like, I need to get something. And you go, I got to go to Target or I got to go to Walmart. And I need to get one thing. And you come out with like four baskets. They said everybody came and kind of had a plan. And I'm like, that's understandable. Today's the day, though. Today, Adobe Analytics forecasts that Cyber Monday will be the season's biggest online shopping day, bringing in more than eleven billion dollars. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm not going to lie; I've done a little shopping already this morning. Got in this morning and was doing some Christmas shopping uh, because that's you know it's, it's the deals are great. You're early enough in the season. We've already got some things. Plus, we're we're doing we're going to do some memory trips, you know, where we go out and we have some fun and do some bigger things like that than just the tons of presents. But yeah, this is it, and we because we've moved to a new world. We've moved to a new world, and the pandemic pushed us in such a way that, like, look, we're shopping now. We're shopping online. We're not going to be doing what we did in the past. We're going to be buying stuff online. It's easier. Uh, we got other stuff going on, and we got so used to it that you knew at some point in time some brick-and-mortar stores were going to struggle. Yeah, I would say there's a couple things going on. We have this shift from the great resignation to the great assessment. With this whole reassessment, there's a lot of people who don't want to work in retail anymore, and there's more 
job opportunities than job seekers. So one, we have a lot of stores not open during Black Friday like yeah. they used to be. Yeah, that was and Thursday night, right? It used to be people got that jump start on Thursday night for their instead of Black Friday, there was, you know, they 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 I don't know, Brown Thursday, whatever it was, people showed up and all those stores shut down. And not a ton of stores, I don't know if you guys felt this, not a ton of stores opened up Uber early. Like they used to in the past, like, you know, deal busters at 4 a.m. Wasn't a lot of that. There wasn't a lot of queuing up for a lot of people. We've just changed the way that we this is life. This is, you know, this is business. This is, you know, I'm watching the World Cup and 25 years ago, the most important thing was defense, defense, defense. Now the most important thing is offense, offense. Stuff adapts. Things change. Life changes. Music changes. Everything. And if you don't change with it, you're going to struggle. This is just that natural move towards that. Number two, during COVID, there was a dramatic shift from people going into the brick and mortar environment to the whole online shopping. And we've seen a shift from Black Friday to Cyber Monday. And that seems now to be a a four or five day type shift as opposed to everyone waiting for Monday. Yeah. You know, and and plus this year, too, tons of people did what? They started shopping way earlier. Because everybody started offering those deals at a much different time. And then I think the the thing is inflation. I mean, inflation has absolutely reared its ugly head over the past six to 12 months, um, especially in food and energy. And that's changing shopping habits quite dramatically. And people are rethinking how they spend, spend their dollars. With all that being said, the consumer has been incredibly strong. Yeah. Again. If you're out there and you're shopping today, many of you that are listening, you guys are doing what? You're shopping in such a way that it is, it's about, I I know what I want now. I'm pushing forward. I know what I want. These are the things I want. And I'm not deviating from that path. I've talked to so many people over the last couple, you know, even before I went on on break, even people here at the station is this year is uh, normally, oh, I found the perfect thing. or I found this. It's like, eh, you know, I was going to get them this, but I decided to go this way. It is not that. It is just hyper-focused on here's one or two things. I'm going to get them this, and that's the way we're going to do this. We're not going to go out and get them 25 different things. It's I know what I want for so-and-so, and that's how I'm going to spend my money. Hmm. Smart, smart indeed. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. That being said, uh, is there going to be some issues with the railways? That's one of the things that people are talking about. Then on the other side of stuff, China. If you're not paying attention to what's going on in China, China is having some serious issues because of COVID. Riot police cracking down across China, a major show of force desperately trying to stop these unprecedented acts of defiance. This latest wave of demonstrations fueled by the recent deadly fire at an apartment complex in the western city of Urumqi, 10 people killed. Residents blaming the strict COVID measures for hampering rescue efforts, saying they couldn't escape and firefighters were unable to get through, taking them three hours to put out the flames, officials denying the claims. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 growing noise, any noise growing over the fact that Xi should be removed is pretty tremendous uh, because he's just now been installed as it, the supreme leader. He ain't going anywhere, at least not you know without being absolutely forced out uh, as much by the people, but the people inside of the party. I don't see that happening anytime soon. 
I'm in the center of a protest in Beijing right now. They're chanting that they don't want COVID tests. They want freedom. They've been chanting this for hours. People have gathered here in the center of Beijing to protest the COVID measures. We are in Taoyang District. This is the city center. This is also where the authorities have urged people to stay at home because the COVID outbreak is severe here. Now, the area is also important because this is where the American embassy is over there. There are many foreign embassies over here, and many people are also holding white papers in their hands, which is a sign of solidarity against censorship. Yeah, how's that going for you guys? It's it, These things start small, and you never know where they're going to go. They start small. You never know where they're going to go. You see what's going on in Iran. We're going to touch on that in a minute because Iran's mad at us. We play them tomorrow in the World Cup. But you look at this, and it starts small. The one good news is for us here in in America, first of all, shop American as much as you can or anywhere else that is not uh, slave labor. So I always talk about, you know, we, we say it over and over again. If you buy American, absolutely feel free to buy American. It's a smart thing to do. The problem is sometimes the stuff you need, no matter how hard you find, you're not buying an American because it ain't being made in America. But one of the things that's helped us here a little bit is the fact that the more that China locks down, the better it is for the oil markets for us as far as keeping those prices down. And they are locked down. It is getting – it's going to get uglier. It is. It's going to get absolutely uglier. Plus, on top of that, you had the iPhone. If you want an iPhone, they had a huge issue there with the iPhone and slave labor. Asian financial markets were down in early trading on news of the rare China protest and supply chain concerns. At Foxconn's largest iPhone plant, police in hazmat suits seen coming to blows with protesters last week, following reports of workers upset by delays in bonus payouts and the company's handling of a COVID outbreak. Yeah. They've got to work. That's the one of the things, if you notice, these large corporations over there, they basically tell the Chinese people uh, and the powers that be, look, uh, you either going to keep yourself up and running or we're going to move this to somewhere else. And so while everybody else is locked down, they're still working and in plorable conditions. Oh, kids, it's good and ugly. It is. Uh, it's it's it different times, to say the least. While we're heading into the holiday season, they don't feel very holiday-like over there. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. T- uh, text the show. Love hearing from all of you. Got some text messages, some tweets, and some DMs uh, we'll, we'll do here in a little bit. By the way, Rough Greens right now. Uh, great, amazing incredible got home so my dog's been gone for a few days happy healthy bouncy love 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 it ruffgreens.com slash jed you go there now get a free bag of rough greens now what's in this rough greens got vitamins got minerals got probiotics omega 369 all this incredible stuff that you sprinkle on top of your dog's food it brings your dog's food to life it gives it the nutrients it needs it gives it all of the stuff it needs to bring your dog's food to life and it is incredible what's done for my older dogs especially doodle who's alive who's healthy he's happier than he's ever been. Try it now for free. Not going to cost you anything but the shipping, which is a few bucks. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. This is the Chad Benson Show. You're listening to the Chad Benson Show. In social media posts, the U.S. Soccer Federation had put up graphics ahead of the U.S.'s match on Tuesday that showed the Iranian flag without the emblem of the Islamic Republic, simply showing a red, white, and green flag. 
The Federation said it was to show support for demonstrators in Iran who have been protesting the theocratic government. Outcry from Iran was swift with a legal advisor to its football federation saying it will pursue action from FIFA. The U.S. Federation has since quietly removed those images and now put up new graphics that include the emblem. Oh, that's good. That's good. In fact, they asked last night, uh, hey, could you guys uh, kick America out of the tournament? So we play. So Black Friday, which, by the way, the numbers were huge. It was the second second biggest uh, World Cup or soccer game viewed in America. Uh, The... I think there was about 20 million between the Spanish version and the NFL numbers. On a, and, and, and as I try to explain to people, like the final. So if the U.S. played in the men's final, it would be maybe 50 to 100 million people would watch it. There's 20 million people that watched it this past weekend in the midday morning on Black Friday. So think about that for a second. Midday morning, Black Friday, 20 million people watched the U.S. play. That's kind of a big thing right there. It's pretty damn huge. Uh, But we drew with Wales, which we should have won. Uh, On Friday, I thought we were going to get boat raced by England based on how good England looked on their opening match against Iran. They beat them 6-2. We tied England. And I'll be honest, we were the better team. We were the better team. We should have probably won that. We seemed we were more creative. We came after it more. They had a few chances. We had more chances. Uh, and then we play Iran tomorrow, and Iran's pissed because we didn't put the right flag up or something. I'm not quite sure. They're very. They're always kind of angry at something. And the anything to change the conversation. And that conversation is strictly about the fact that they're having issues over there still. The protests are growing tremendously. They haven't slowed down. Protesters are being killed. In fact, uh, the, the word is now that the militias have been told, essentially, you guys handle the protesters, meaning do whatever you want to them. And the protest is massive. It is. Our players are speaking out a bit about such things. What we're doing as a team is, is um, supporting that while also trying to prepare for the biggest game that this squad has, has had to date. Absolutely. Have to. Have to do that. Have to stay prepared and don't get involved in any of this crap. You know, we, we didn't know anything about the post, but we are supporters of women's rights. We, we always have been. And so, you know, I mean, you can sit here and say all you want about us, but the reality is we're saying, hey, look, we support women's rights. And that's what happened. Uh, you know, it's their country. They want to do something. But you had a you had a young girl. If you guys don't have you followed any of what took place, not so much in the World Cup, but in what took place in Iran, uh, much like what you see going on in China. It started out small and has grown. And it's the same thing with Xi, and now this fire has really pissed people off in China. People are letting the voices be heard. China, you had a young girl, 22 years old, who refused to wear her, 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 her hijab, and she was caught by the moral police. Then she, quote-unquote, died of a heart attack. And that story didn't jive. People started protesting. We're weeks into this thing now. There's been several deaths if not far more than that people protesting and on top of that you've got 15 to 20,000 plus people that have been arrested and they face everything from years in prison to death so yeah so tomorrow we'll see we'll see what it's like we play tomorrow we'll touch more about that later 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter's the Chad Benson show 
Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Thomas the Tank Engine never had issues with a strike. Wouldn't that be funny? What happened to Thomas? Oh, yeah, you guys know Thomas the Tank Engine went on strike. But we may have a rail strike. Which So we've had supply chain issues. We've talked about this. That's a big deal. All right? There's a huge problem uh, because of COVID and the nightmare and what's going on in China. On the other side of it, the supply chain issues may have a real deep impact here because of a rail strike. Will the administration support the rail workers if they strike? Well, look, our goal right now is to make sure that doesn't happen. And we're urging the parties to get to the table and to do whatever it takes to prevent a shutdown. Uh, A shutdown is a scenario that is not acceptable. Mayor Pete Buttigieg, Secretary (laughs) State. Secretary of Transportation. This is we you know, I interviewed him a few months ago, and he's a very, very, very nice guy. And you know, I'm like, what do you, you know, what do you like to be called, Secretary? You know, you know, Secretary Buttigieg. He goes, ah, whatever. He goes, everybody still calls me Mayor Pete, and I'm fine with that. And although that was very, you know, you you get a lot of people who in a position where they've moved up and now Secretary of Transportation, and you've got, you know, you've got all of this stuff. Even think, I call me that, you know. But instead, he goes, no, nah, Mayor Pete, fine. And I just thought, you know. Uh, you know, take yourself too seriously, and I and I enjoy that. But he's right; that is unacceptable. At this time of year, a rail strike could be devastating to an economy. Two billion dollars out of the economy a day—that's massive. A day. Think about that. As we had, and and it, that is probably an understatement of what it really is, but also the impact it has on not just kids getting their presents, or you getting your presents, or you, for your kids instead, but the impact on small and medium sized businesses. Because if you have a large business, you're going to be able to figure out a way around it. Because we don't have enough trucks, but you may have a little fleet of your own, Walmart, things of that nature. When it comes to Smaller businesses who rely on rail and then the postal service and things like that. This could be ugly. It really could be. We got through the worst of the days in terms of the shipping backlogs. We've made headway on trucking. Uh, but if we don't have a healthy, functioning, strong rail system. I mean, can the American economy deal with it if it happens? It would not be good. I mean, catastrophic. We don't have enough trucks or barges or ships in this country to make up for the rail network. So the question is, and I've had it posed a few times, how many trucks would it take to make up a rail strike? So we're already short truckers. How many would it take? 460 to 500,000 brand new trucks on the road today. Soak that up for a second. Just for a smidge, soak that up. That ain't going to happen, kids. That's what I'm trying to say. Kids, that ain't happening. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do. I do. So over the weekend, Trump had a dinner. I Again, I don't... It's so early to be talking about any kind of presidential things. I don't want to, but if we don't mention it, I think we have to. Uh, 
I, I just, again, the frustration level of uh, the Republican Party's got a serious issue about what they're going to do. They've got questions that they need to ask about all of what they're going to do with Trump. And I don't think they know what they're going to do with Trump. But you invited a guy who is definitely, he's a troll. Ain't no doubt about that. Dude's a troll. Anti-Semite, racist, whatever you want. He's a troll as well. He enjoys getting a rise out of people. But Nick Fuentes was at a dinner with Trump along with Kanye. Just it never the, the bizarre world of dinner and Trump and who's there. I, I don't know. Guess who's coming to dinner? Uh, Nick Fuentes? That's one of them? Maybe Kanye? At dinner between former President Trump, Kanye, and Nick Fuentes, who has been labeled a white supremacist by the Justice Department. And he's well known in far-right circles for his brazen, sexist, racist, and extremely anti-Semitic views. Today, the White House telling us bigotry, hate, and anti-Semitism have absolutely no place in America, including at Mar-a-Lago. Holocaust denial is repugnant and dangerous, and it must be forcefully condemned. Yeah, and, and Nick Fuentes has been a Holocaust denier. Uh, he has said, you know, uh, he is he's a clown at the end of the day. Right. Like, even if you're like, it's an act, it's fake because you're going to get people that are going to come out. And shoot. He's a clown. You're, if you're serious about being president of the United States again, that's a clown you don't need. Around you. Sorry, you don't. You don't. You're not serious. You're more interested in pissing people off. And again, it goes back to oh, do you want to win? Or do you want to piss people off? Because if you're serious about the job, those aren't the people you have around you. Kanye is a nightmare. And he's been a nightmare for a long time. Right? I was reading an article today that Adidas is like, oh, they knew he had troubles in 2018, some of the stuff he had done. But they, you know, well, no, he's making him money. He wasn't going to turn around and get rid of all that. He's making him money. Right? They're like, wait till he gets in serious trouble and we'll go from there. And finally, it got too hot. But Trump, once again, put himself in a position where he's not even there. And you're, you're surrounding yourself with, with people that you don't need to surround yourself with. And I'm waiting to hear. Does anybody even say anything? Because the Republicans, like I said, they have a real tough time right now. What do you do? He's the elephant in the room. He's going to suck out a ton of the oxygen. And at the end of the day... You don't really need him or want him around. That's the reality of it. You don't need now the 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 succubuses, the hangers on, the people who want to use Trump's star power to hopefully get a little bit on them so they can rise up and grow their Insta following and their Twitter following and and get something out of it. Those people are the people that are around. But the real people who are serious about stuff, they're not around. And that's a problem. Former President Trump claimed the dinner, which happened last Tuesday, was supposed to be between just him and Kanye and said, quote, he arrived with a guest who I have never met and knew nothing about. And Trump's own former ambassador to Israel put out a scathing statement, too. He said even a social visit with Fuentes was unacceptable. He urged Trump to disavow them, but still no response from GOP leadership on the dinner. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know. 
again, it's it, you shake your head. You shake because he comes out and he criticizes Israel. You know, you Jews here, uh, you guys don't appreciate Israel enough. And at the same time, you have Nick Fuentes there who's said some outlandishly uh, just just horrific things, thinking he's funny and being, you know, hey, look at me. I'm being very, it, you know, how easy it is to be shocking. Shocking and entertaining are two separate things. It's easy to be shocking. Anybody can be shocking. I mean, you go on the radio today and say stuff that's just absolutely asinine and insane, and you don't even believe it, but you're trying to be shocking. He's just one of those characters. That's all he does, right? He thinks he's, you know, nobody watches him. He's got a couple thousand people that maybe watch him a night. Uh, But he has had several different lawmakers hang out with him, uh, including, you know, several here in Arizona. And he is, again, like some of the stuff he's talked about, like he talks about the Holocaust, like they were just bacon cookies and things. It's just he's, he's a scumbag. And again, if you're serious about being president, which you're not. Let's be real. You're not. You don't really want the gig. You want the stuff that comes with it. And you're still trying to figure out how you can undo what took place a few years ago. So, you know, like I said, if you could have come to Trump a few years ago and said, look, we'll tell everybody you won. But there's nothing in the Constitution could fix it. Just go away. He'd have probably took that. (laughs) He'd have probably said, "Okay, I just don't want to feel like I lost. 323-538-2423 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things we've been touching about you know, on this story for, for a bit. And it gets weirder every single day because every day there seems to be something that's new that yet at the same time that's not new. And that's what took place in Idaho. So we're two weeks removed from four college kids, three girls and a guy, murdered in a home. With a edged weapon, not just, you know, I mean, like, first everybody was like, ah, it seems like it's an overdose or a poisoning. And then they were like, ah, well, it was an edge weapon. And then it was like, it's the worst thing we've ever seen. And But the town has nothing to worry about. And now we're two weeks on, and there's still nothing. And, of course, they've come out and said, well, maybe, maybe. The town should be like, uh, there's a possibility something could happen. More than two weeks after the murders in Moscow, Idaho, no arrests or murder weapon. And investigators have not revealed a motive. Now, growing signs of fear within the community. Police are getting an influx of 911 calls for unusual circumstances or welfare checks for loved ones. And a local locksmith says he's getting 50 calls per day from people wanting deadbolts installed in their homes. Authorities maintain the killings were targeted, but detectives have not revealed if one or multiple victims were the targets saying they want to protect the investigation because they don't know i think what we've learned out of this is they just don't know they have no idea they have no just they don't have anything they got nothing going on nothing as far as understanding it's like i heard somebody last week say they felt like they're in over there yeah you think they're in over their head Moscow, Idaho is not big, kids. They're in over their head. With no suspect identified, many students packed up and left town. It's uh, definitely uneasy on campus right now. The rumor mill has been hard to control. A report of a man loitering at a food truck near two of the victims was knocked down by police, who later said they eliminated the man as a suspect. Reports that someone's pet dog was, quote, skinned three weeks before the killings are also believed to be unrelated. Also believed to be unrelated. 
Are they really unrelated? I don't know. I couldn't tell you because you told us originally that there's nothing to see here. But it is, again, I mean, I heard last week, uh, you know, because, you know, I'm, I'm here. I am enjoying myself with my son's hockey tournament and we're talking and the parents are asking me questions like, you know, like, what's going on in Idaho? What was that thing about? Like, what's going, you know, and and a lot of that was. Because it's it's just such a f- bizarre story. And, you know, I've heard everything from there was a guy that was tracking them that was in the woods and maybe watching them for weeks. It was all of these things. Then you find out there's roommates and the roommates locked their door. I mean, it's just the whole thing is all over the place. And the, and the police have been all over the place, just like we saw with Uvalde. Right. They come out in Uvalde and every day they would come out and say something that was contradicted and lied. These aren't as bad because obviously the police couldn't prevent any of these things. But the weird thing about this is, you know, coming out originally saying, well, there's nothing to see here. You got nothing to worry about. And then, well, maybe there is something to worry about. And maybe maybe you guys should lock your doors now. Like that is that's where we are. And you could tell by the sounds of the people out there, the frustration level is growing daily. Because they feel like Barney Fife's Barney Fife's on the case. You know, Andy, three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, my pillow right now is great deals and deep discounts on everything. But their towels right now, just forty bucks. Normally ninety. Cotton grown right here in the USA. Great colors and styles to choose from. You buy right now, you're going to get an extended warranty all the way through until March of next year. So normally 60 days, you're going to get that thing pushed all the way out. Now's your chance to take advantage of this and all the other deep discounts by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson. That's MyPillow.com slash Benson. Get the deep discounts on the MyPillow towel set made in the USA. Soft, absorbent, incredible, but also deep discounts on all of the other MyPillow products right now by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Uh, a lot of football over the weekend. I watched a lot of college football. Tried to squeeze it all in. And, of course, Friday was uh, U.S. versus England in the World Cup. It was great. So uh, uh, one of the moms on the team, uh, she brought her laptop, and everybody was gathered around it. So the kids are all playing. Like, oh, ah! the kids think it's about now. It's not. We were all watching the game. <laughs> and I love my, my son said, Jack goes, hey, J- hey, Dad, it's the World Cup. So I know if you got to watch some of this game, that's totally fine. I'm like, dude, when you're out there playing, I'm watching every second of you play. When you're sitting on the bench right now, I'm going to watch some of this. And he's like, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. He played great this weekend. Uh, all the kids did. It was it was a lot of fun. But I did have my football picks. I gave to you guys last week. Uh, not a bad week for me. I'm going to say this. Got them all right on Gobbler Day. Uh, got the Dolphins winning. Uh, surprise, the Titans lost to the Cardiac Kitties, the Bengals. Uh, got the Panthers, the Jets, uh... The Commanders? I always want to say Commodores. That's not their name. With the win. So crazy. So the, the Commanders are 7-5. and five. 
and they're so far out of the division because the Eagles are ten and one. It's just it's it's nuts. Or eleven and one now, I think. I don't know. They're they're running away with it. Uh, you know that last night uh, loss for the Rams. And uh, the Ravens, I almost picked the Jags. I thought, man, they're just not playing well. And Lamar just doesn't look great. And he bet on himself this year. He got a fat contract offer, and he turned it down because he's like, I'm going to my contract here. I'm going to make them pay me something ridiculous. And it has not worked out for him like he thought. Uh, Raiders with a big win yesterday. I picked the Seahawks. Uh, The Chargers winning. And they did. They beat the Cardinals 25-24. They tied. The, well, they, they scored a touchdown and then went for two to win the game late. Colonies uh, 49ers, who may be the most dangerous team in the NFL right now, with the win. 13-0. I think in the last four games, they haven't surrendered a point in the second half. And it's like five out of the last six, they haven't given a point in the second half. Chiefs with a win, easy. Eagles last night. Is this the last we've seen of Aaron Rodgers? It didn't look good. He came off and he went and, uh, you know, they went and looked at those ribs, but it did not look good. Is that the last we'll see of him? Tonight, I've got the Colts Steelers. I've got the Colts uh, winning that game. But uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven and uh, four so far this weekend. So not bad. So put your money on uh, whatever I say. So let's get serious. Let's get down to brass tacks tomorrow, World Cup, United States taking on Iran. I just feel we're young. I feel that we are probably the youngest team. I know there's, ah, well, this team's, well, there's no nobody younger than we are. You take away, I think we have two guys who are like 35. There's nobody even close to how young we are. That being said, Iran is older, they're more experienced, they're wiser, but the beauty of youth is you don't know sometimes what you don't know, and that can be a help. If we come out and we play the way that we're capable of playing, and we actually play the players we should be playing, which is, you know, if you're a coach, you're always going to be second guess. but uh, there's a difference when you've got your two best players on the bench, and if they're healthy, then why aren't they playing? That's a fair question. And Gio Reyna and, and, and Aronson, uh, tomorrow I think we come out. If we score early, which I think we have a really good shot of doing, we're going to get a lot of the ball. I think we can make this game uncomfortable, and that's when uh, Iran gets angry and they start making mistakes, and we might pull away from this. We do that. That's lovely. We're on to the second round, and who knows what happens from there. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Have a great day. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.